Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Jazzcast Pros. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Real with Bossy. Hello, how are you? Hi, Kelly. Good morning. How are you? I am in a good place today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on that track. Had a good night's sleep. Yes. <sighs> yeah. This is the year I need to just be positive. A good night's sleep can be everything. Yeah, and a bad night's not sleep have a good night's could sleep. ruin your day. It really can. And there'll be times when I'm like, why am I so cranky? I'm like, oh, right, because I slept like shit and uh, had bad dreams, and the dog woke me up 17 times. Yeah. It makes me, when I don't sleep well, like, I snack a lot. I crave, like, crappier food. Mm-hmm. I'm lazier. Like, yeah. Well, because sleep is comfort. And if you're not getting that comfort, you have to find it in Cheetos, I think. <sighs> right? I love that, that you're sense. my therapist. <laughs> Sorry, my therapist. I have Kelly now. Exactly. <laughs> That's so true. I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Sleep is comfort. I just thought of that just now. So You're a genius. Well, I or I got good sleep. So sleep. I met those needs, my comfort needs, and uh, now I can be a genius. And speaking of meeting needs, we're about to talk to Erica. She was our first guest on Getting Real with Bossy. She's our Bossy cheerleader is her official title. Mm-hmm. She's amazing and has been with us since the very beginning. She's the first person we called when we got this idea. Mm-hmm. So Erica and I knew each other from the bar scene, mm-hmm. and, you know, all the places I worked and stuff. But I was dating a guy who went to get his hair cut there. And he was like devote, had a standing appointment, went all the time. Oh, you're talking like university. That yeah. So opening. it was at her wow. grand opening. And I just find it fascinating that we've been in touch like this whole time because oh, I just went awesome. as like the girlfriend to the guy who was devotely getting his hair cut by Eric. <laughs> yeah. And I knew her from the bar scene, but really didn't connect with her until your bachelorette. Oh, really? that is when she and I got really close. Yeah. That, oh, that night God. we were, yeah, we were thick as thieves. I was busy that. being drunk and probably well, being a jerk. you know, I mean, it was your bachelorette. You shouldn't have been worrying about anything other than getting drunk and being however you wanted to be. I don't remember much of it. But watching her progress, I feel like there was – Eric is a a caregiver and a fixer like us. And I think there's probably a lot of us in this entrepreneurial place. And I feel like she's really come into her own in the past couple of years of like, this is my love and my passion and my business, but it's not just about you. It's also here's me. So I'm excited to see what she's going to share today. Me too. And going in to see her boutique area and how much that has grown is just incredible. On um, the vintage goods and how she's connected that because she loves she loves a good estate style. Erica is a, a vintage. Uh, what is the antiques roadshow like? The the she's a good picker. Mm-hmm. She sees stuff that you wouldn't even expect to be something that's amazing, and then next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, that's gorgeous. Right. And now she's selling that in her business and connecting those two things, which is so important. 
Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Hey! We've got Erica Sorbello here with us today because we figured New Year... Let's go back to the beginning because this is the year of healing and going back to basics. And Erica, you were our very, very, very first interview. Yeah. And now I'm your first of 2024. It's exciting. Mm hmm. Look how far we've all come. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Because I remember I was out of town too. So I was like over the phone. Yeah. We we're so, yeah. we've come so far. Was- we've, we have a sign now. You have a sign. You have headphones. So you have a real, a real recording situation. Yeah, not just a voice memo on your phone. Yeah, we're just like Gallery Salon, fancy AF. Yes, that's right. We're so excited to have you on. And you, in the in the last episode, pretty much told your story, right, about how you came to be a business owner and why, and all of the things you've experienced, like leading up to settling in as the current. Erica, but you've done a lot of crazy things over the past couple of years. We won't say the C word. Oh, I was like, but I C think word? That, <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh, right. It took me a minute too. I was like, holy <laughs> geez, 2023 or four has changed you. Right? That's not a word I normally use. So tell us what you've been up to and what changes you've made. We'll use the P word, the pivots you've made mm. um, to get you where you are today. Well, I had to make a major pivot um, just a couple months ago. I've been um, searching for a building to purchase instead of paying into a black hole. I actually built some equity in my business and I couldn't find anything that checked every single box. So I had to resign two more years at my current location, which it was, I hate the term blessing in disguise because I don't necessarily believe in blessing and blessings in disguise. I believe in manifestation. So I'm going to be at my current location for another two years. And during those two years, I'm going to make sure that I work my ass off to hit some goals that I've set for myself uh, in my business to be a million dollar business this year. And for us to be tighter than we've ever been. And for the bottom line to be as chunky as it's ever been. Good old chunky bottom line. So, I like the sounds of that. <laughs> we should get chunky t-shirts bottom line. It's chunky bottom line. It's been a while since we got a t-shirt, t-shirt line. So chunky bottom line it is. We'll put it right on the bottom of the back of the t-shirt. Chunky bottom line right over our butts. Yes, I like it. I mean, that's what we're all looking for, right? We all want a chunky bottom line. I mean, I have one, but not for my business. Right, right. For work. Right. We all want a chunky bottom line for work. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Like, we used to never want to be like that much in the in the black because taxes and stuff. I'm like, I just, just give me something. Uh-huh. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest when I say I've been quite quiet about how successful the business has been just because I know so many other people have been struggling post COVID, but COVID did. And I'm sorry, I'm using the C word. It did give me the ability to step back and really focus on and figure out what it was that I wanted to see in my business. And it was a a pivotal point and I've been growing in the aspect of narrowing down our, the clients that we want, 
and the vision that we see or that I see for my business going forward and my staff has gotten tighter. Everybody's on the same page for the most part. It's been amazing since we have transitioned into a very LGBTQIA safe space, more so now than ever. Well, you always were. Yeah, but I think that once I really uh, thought about or had the time to think about what I really, really wanted and realized that it was that I wanted like the freaks, geeks, weirdos and like the underdogs of the world to be able to feel comfortable and through my therapy, <laughs> I have found that I'm also creating a safe space for myself. And it's always, I've always felt as an outcast or something different. Like, I've never felt like I fit in into any crew and to any group. I've always had like, even my best friends aren't friends with each other generally, except for the two of you. I've never had like a huge group of uh, female friends or just friends in general, like a, a sorority type of a situation. So I just created my own. And it's been freaking fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I want to touch on two things that you've said, and you can decide which one first. One is manifestation, because it's something I'm just finally accepting that I need to start doing, and that maybe I am creating my own black hole <laughs> with my negative thoughts. And the that idea of you not wanting to share that, and I think that's an important thing to talk about, not wanting to share how how well things are going. So you can decide which one we start with. So manifestation is real. And as somebody that practices manifestation, I have to say that it's real because that is part of manifestation. I do believe that uh, you can heal your own body. I do believe that you can change your outcome in a day, like your brain is so powerful that believing that you can do anything and actually doing the things that you believe are two very different, very different things. It's very difficult to actually finally get to the point where you're like, no, I am going to change. I am going to do this again through therapy. And with the therapist's help, I am working on being the best person I can be both in my business and personally um, in all relationships of my life. And I think the biggest part of um, the reason why my business is succeeding as well as it is, is because I respect myself more than I've ever respected myself. And I am <sighs> trying not to cry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I just, this mid forties thing, man, it's just a shift. It's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't, I don't care. I do care. I do. I shouldn't say that. I do care what people think about me. So I'm trying to lead my life in a way that I would be proud to be by my side. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to be my own best friend. I want to be the person that I know people can rely on. And I do believe that anything that you want to do, you can set your mind to it. And I do think that uh, having Vi, my 10-year-old, watching me every single day has helped me become a better person just because... If I'm down in the dumps and it's just her and I, <laughs> she sees that, you know, and never in a million years did I think that parenting would make me a better human, but it has. So I don't know if that really answers the manifestation question, um, but I really do believe that whatever you want to do and you set your mind to it, you will, you'll be able to do it. I was actually thinking about this this morning in the shower. I want to invent a new tampon. Okay. Totally random. Tell us more. It's not random. One no. of my kids just started today. Oh, today? 
Ugh. Well, yesterday. Oh, last night. Oh boy. So it's totally meant to be this conversation. It's right. Like- they're not they're not designed correctly. It's a totally that's totally off topic and I don't know why I just said that. But maybe were they designed by a man? They were designed by men. Oh, were they? Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Probably. I think so. Yeah. I feel like my husband recently told me that um, all menstrual products were designed by men, but I could have dreamt it. Huh. Well, if you want to cut that part out, you can. But that was just something that I thought about this morning. No, because no. maybe we have investors listening or people yeah. that can help you make that happen. So reach out to Erica yes. if you want to learn how her ideas and create a new tampon. Okay, great. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit. We hear a lot, just as women in general, kind of wanting to dim our light and dim ourselves for other people. And I think we've come a long way with that personally, but the idea of business, and I, I understand why, and coming from somebody who has businesses that are just hanging on, just just hanging on. I love to hear that you're successful. You're doing well. I love to hear that, and I want to hear more. I want to hear more of that because there are things bossy. One of the best parts about it is that we learned there are so many different businesses that all struggle with the same issues. So there may be something that you're doing that's leading you to a, a big change and a pivot that's turned into finan- financial success for you. That may be something I can try on a different scale for my business. So I always want to hear when people are doing well. A, it makes me feel good. Really, the only person I'm mad at right now that's doing well is my sister because she's uh, retiring in <laughs> a month, and I'm really mad at her. I'm mad at her, too. So <laughs> so that's – other than that, like I really want to hear how people are doing well because I think it'll be helpful, and it helps with me and trying this manifestation thing because – I talk to a lot of restaurant owners all the time, and they're all miserable. Yeah, and I think, too, you know, we're in very different types of business. I mean, my business is making people feel good. That is right. what – I mean, essentially, I guess feeding people makes people feel good as well. Mm-hmm. Right. But if anybody's going to cut something out of their budget, going out to dinner is going before they're getting their hair done. Right? Yep. I mean, Absolutely. Like, we are a vain society, and we have – been proven to be pandemic proof and we are now proving to be recession proof. And it's a very different type of atmosphere than it's ever been in my salon. And I've been doing here now for 23 years and it is a completely different industry. Like when I started, some of my employees weren't even born yet, which makes me not throw up when I say that um, because I'm not old, but apparently we are mid life. And seeing some of these younger people coming into this industry and immediately being successful. Um, I could react one of two ways. I could either be pissed and be like, well, they didn't pay their dues. Or I could be like, wow, look, they came in strong. They know exactly what they want and what they don't want. And they have the tools that we didn't have 20 some odd years ago. So I have chosen to also learn alongside of these people most of them are better colorists than I am, or at least uh, more in-depth colorists than I am, just because I'm broken and tired 
<laughs> I'm, I'm a great colorist. I'm a great colorist. You're amazing. But mm-hmm. I am broken and tired. But that comes with 23 years of doing, 24 years of doing hair. The uh, industry, though, has changed significantly. And I think that because I have chosen to continue to uh, stay with the times instead of fighting it and pivoting regularly, that's created success in my business. And I think that people see that. Not only do my staff, does my staff see that, but people that walk into the salon see it. You know, our retail sales are down significantly and that's across the board. Um, all professional products are being bought on Amazon or through box deals or whatever it is that you, you know, like you can get a subscription for. And I had to figure out other ways to buffer that. So I increased my boutique area and I now sell vintage and it's something that is bringing me a ton of joy. So I think too, another part of the success is that I've learned to pivot into things that bring me joy instead of fighting what's happening in this industry and being okay with being a different kind of salon. I don't have to be like everybody else. I don't have to look a certain way. I don't have to act a certain way. We don't have to offer uh, services in the same way that everybody else offers services. And being an art-based salon, it's been great for identifying our our kind of clients that we want. Like I said before, um, people that are a little bit more creative and think outside the box are people that are our people. And you're the world's best hair cutterist. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I am a damn good hair cutter. You really no, you're are. the world's best hair cutterist. Yep. I love cutting hair. <laughs> and that's why I have to slow down behind the chair because I want to keep cutting hair, and which I've been doing, which has been amazing. And my staff has been incredible with that because I've been completely honest with them and transparent, selling them what my goals are. That's that's part of my manifestation, KB, is yeah. you know setting those goals and then just intentionally saying them out loud, you know, but... I have this crew of people that I talk to every single day, which I know you do too. Um, We have our monthly meetings and every month I tell them, you know, like what my next month is going to look like. And sometimes I reach my goals. Sometimes I don't, but saying them out loud is super important. Love it. I've been trying. Yeah. It's not easy. I feel like I, it's not fucking easy. And I don't mean, I don't, for anybody that's listening to this, I don't want anybody to be like, whoa, she does got it. She's got it good. Like, no, it's not easy. There are so many days where I come home and I'm crying, you know, because I fucked something up or I said something the wrong way or I used the wrong tone of voice to one of my employees and they're pissed at me now. And then I have, I have to, you know, make restore. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's not easy. It's, you know, it's being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) No, and I think even more so now than ever, you know, somebody posted in the group recently, like, what is success? Are you working all the time? And I was like, I think our most successful year at Marshall Street was my, I spent the least amount of time like working, like we were actively doing things, but, and now it's completely different. I think now the world that we are in, it is always going to be hard work. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think, too, the consumer has gotten a lot smarter and yes. a lot pickier, you know, and they they demand more, um, which, you know, we all are pinching pennies. So I completely understand that. And having employees that you have to explain that to is probably the most difficult part of all of that is that the guest is not always going to be right, but we have to trust or we have to pretend that they are at least. 
or if they are incredibly wrong or off, we need to know how to talk to them. We need to know how to approach them in the right way where they're not going to blast us online, where they're not going to, because it's just, it's a different, it's a different world than it was even five years ago. And people will tell the world how pissed they are about something before they're going to tell the world how happy they are about something. Right. So approaching clients and customers differently is also something that's been a huge pivot. Not that we were not good with customer service before, but customer service has completely changed now. It is. We're, we are watched more now than ever. And and people are, are much, much faster to talk about what's going wrong than what's going right. Yeah. And I do think that a lot of that has to do with the stress of financial, you know, not having as much money. Like if you have 10 bucks and you go spend it on something, you want it to be great. 10 bucks? You're not even going to the dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could buy six things for that. I was going to say, at the dollar store. six things now with tax? Yeah. 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 It's just a different world now. Well, and I think people carry so much with them into the world and they're not being heard. And when they're not, being heard, it's easy to go online and have the world hear you. You know, they won't tell you to your face. You won't tell your server. They won't tell your receptionist, but they can go online and be like, I sat by a drafty door. <laughs> and it's like, well, there's not a draft there, but you also didn't say that you were cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But it's like that whole action of this is how I'm heard, even though nobody's really responding to it. So I think that that's a lot of it, which is hard to navigate as a business owner. Well, we came from a time not so long ago that was the only way to be heard was to be online because you couldn't go hang out with your girlfriends, your friends. You couldn't do all of those things that we did to make ourselves feel better when we weren't getting heard or we feel like we were wronged. It was go online because that's your community, which is I think there's there's some pros in that, but that is definitely one of the struggles. Mm-hmm. The other part of that, though, too, is for all the negative crap that is spewed online. I guess there are more, there are some more people that are now fighting that and doing their best to be as positive as they can and go out and out of their way to leave reviews for, for different friends or different businesses and fighting against people that say horrible, mean things. So, you know, they say a squeaky wheel or squeaky wheel always gets the grease, right? I prefer there to be more positive people that are screaming loudly than these negative people. So we need to keep on pushing for that for sure. Listeners, when you stop listening to this episode, pick your favorite place and go leave them a Google review. Or five, please. Or five places. Right. And leave them five stars. Don't leave them four stars. Don't leave them three. Like, oh, they're great. Three stars. No, leave them a five-star review and use words to explain why you love them. Like, Erica's the best hair cutterist in town. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think hair cutterist because that's not going to help her <laughs> analytics because I don't think Google recognizes that as a term unless we just keep using it and using it and using it. But, I mean, I mean, I don't generally describe myself as a hair cutterist. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm referring back to when you were cutting Kelly's hair at my dining room table. Uh, mm-hmm. We were just talking about that before you got on. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to make sure that it was still okay. You know, from yeah, the- <laughs> I'm gonna reach out. I've got some. It's it's wet right now, so you can't tell, but it definitely needs a little attention. So, yeah. well, but I'll come in to see involved. you at the salon. What's that? <laughs> there was a gummy involved. There was definitely a gummy involved. And I think there was bourbon involved on my end. Yeah, so. and you allowed it, so mm-hmm. it was <laughs> with it. consent. And I'm pretty sure you used my kid scissors. Mm-hmm. I think they were Fiskers. Like they were like you know, 
they weren't well, like yeah but they're probably covered shoes. in like tape and glue probably right. yeah <laughs> yeah there definitely was some marker in my hair afterwards but it was okay i don't mind <laughs> a little sticky i'll take some color Mm. So I do love going into your salon. I've always loved going into your salon, but I've always loved watching your way that you express yourself through the salon and the changes you've made. And I absolutely adore the vintage stuff because I know how important that is to you. And it's something you love doing. And now you get to share it as a part of your business. So that always makes me really happy when I come in and I just want to buy everything and decorate my house. And as you know, I'm in a similar situation where I have too much stuff. And I should probably put a vintage section at the restaurant. So I really <laughs> should. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a fine line. I don't want it to look like a garage sale in there, you know. Like I, yeah, it so keeps cute. getting bigger and bigger, but I'm like, I gotta keep it curated. I gotta like make sure that everything looks good in the right spot. But yeah, it's been received really well. Like I'm really happy with that. I mean, I'm not making I'm not making thousands of dollars off of it or anything, but I mean, a couple hundred bucks a month, I'm down with that as long as it continues to stay steady or increase a bit, I'm fine with that. It is um, buffering the lack of product sales. You know, it's not meeting it. It's not succeeding it. Um, I would love for that to happen at some point. Well, it wasn't that long ago you couldn't get products (laughs) outside of a salon. It was deferred products or, you know, like products that weren't sold from the company. But like if you go on Amazon now and you type in Loma shampoo, it now is coming from Loma. Like it has to say from Loma. It can't be from like Gallery Salon then, selling Loma. So through Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Amazon is what it is. And unfortunately, it is what it is. Yeah. People love the ease and the convenience of drop shipping. So we're not going to, we're not going to be moving away from that. If anything, it's going to be more of that. I mean, the, did you guys see the, um, I think it's Walmart. They're doing the, the drone shipping. Have you seen this? Really? In the bigger cities. Yeah. You order something and then you watch the drone come and bring it and drops it in your front yard. I'm like, this is crazy. This is Jetsons. That's Jetsons. I was going to say, we are going to be flying in our cars so soon. I know you meeting those drones. Uh-huh. I'd rather have drones than me fly. Like, it's. Yeah. There's so many levels to worry about with flying cars. I'm like, oh my gosh, don't put me in a flying car. No. Whatever you do. No. I don't want to be in a flying car either. No. One of the other things I love when I go into your salon is the art you've been making that you put for sale. I did a bunch of stuff around, well, started this past summer, but then kind of dwindled down around the holidays because, you know, the holidays are the holidays and there's 17,000 other things to do other than uh, self-care, which my art is (laughs) self-care. So I would like to get back into that and do some more. My studio has sat completely disheveled since before Christmas, but I just unchristmased my whole house. So hoping that I have some more time now to focus back on that because that really is therapeutic for me. I love doing it and I love seeing people's responses to something that I've created. It's pretty fun to see that. I'm glad. I'm glad. I know how much joy that brings you. It does. It may not be meeting the the goal or the sales of your products, but it's definitely meeting a goal for yourself. Meeting a need that, and to be able to meet a need, a personal need, also in your business, is genius. Yeah, and something we should all think about. Yeah, it's been it's been a a full like one one eight three sixty one eighty. What is it when you come back around three one eighty is opposite. Whatever. Yeah, it's been a full circle, <laughs> full circle. Mm-hmm. So That's a three sixty. Yeah, um, because when I started, I was having just friends bring in their artwork. 
when it was very first opened in 2005, my idea of gallery salon was just that I was just going to have like all these different artists. And I never thought about showing my own things, which was funny. Like I've always been this person that's like, let me support all these other people and put myself last. And I think that's, this is the shift that's happening now is I'm really being true and honest to myself and it's changed my business when you're true to yourself and you're doing something that you truly love and uh, are proud of people see that. And it's been a really, it's been a really great couple of years and there's been so much, so much heartache, so much crap that's happened over the last few years too. But coming back and centering myself and saying like, these are the things that I chose. I want to do this um, makes a big difference. And that's manifestation. And being in your forties, we were just talking about this last week. Like, yeah, I love my forties. I know me too. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite. I um, tell my younger employees that all the time. I'm like, you think, you think twenties are good. Wait till you get your thirties. You think your thirties are good. Just wait. And I have just clients wait. and friends that are in my fifties and or that are in their fifties and they're like, just wait. You think 40s are good. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, bring it on. Let's do this thing. I'm ready. Like, I, I mean, I'm only a year and a half away from 50. So like, that's crazy. Being the first, I'll let you know how it is. Yeah. Well, then you got some manifestation to do this year, Miss Kelly Bush. I know. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I love you guys so much. And you've been such huge support over the last, however long we've known each other, long time. Bossy has been such a huge springboard. Yeah, springboard. That. Springboard. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me Who coming up with a word. <laughs> when we met all those years ago, Erica, that we'd be here today. Right. Still dealing with some of the same stupid shit, though, in my personal life. But, you know, hey. Erica, let everybody know how they can find you. Oh, well, you can come into the salon, which is the best part or the best way to do it is for Elton Street, Rochester, New York, Gallery Salon. Uh, you can check us out online, galleryhair.com. Give us a call, 585-271-8340. Oh, and also follow us on Instagram because we're Katie, my uh, reception, front end reception coordinator and social media guru has been pay- has been posting some really funny, awesome stuff. And oh, that's fantastic. Shows, really shows off our uh, goofy side. So thank you, Erica. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you too. Love you. Ah. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican Restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S.com. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit. Bye. Bye. I love her. Love it. I do. I do. She's an amazing human being. I think, obviously, you know that manifestation is something I'm really trying to wrap my head around. And I feel like I'm about 10 years late to this. But like I said earlier, I think I am part of the reason that things aren't going as well as they could because I just get so stuck in that negative space. And and that's not like me. 
and I don't feel like that's that's not a natural place for me to be. So I got to get out of it. So I'm really going to try to start manifesting this year. Well, and it's really hard to see positive things around you when you're focused on the negative. I tell my kids all the time, your day doesn't have to be perfect. There's plenty of parts of our days that are shitty. But if we think back on the positive parts, like, yeah, yesterday was really crappy. But for example, I told my daughter, I had a lot of fun when we played the racing game at the bowling alley. And you were really excited when you beat me. And like, there was that moment of happiness. And she was like, I don't care. And I was like, I get that. Like, right. you're in a bad space right now. But like, that's the point is trying to focus on those moments and making those more important than the shitty parts. And for me in my hippiness, I've always been a firm believer in karma. You know, what goes around comes around and just letting things spread. But in like a scientific way, I like to think of it like you have air particles, right? Even between me and you across town, all of these air particles are touching. We can't see them. But between me and this window, there's a million air particles touching. So if I put out negative things, those negative energies are going to attract negative energies back. You know, just like when you walk into a room and if somebody is in a bad space, you immediately feel it. Right. And you get that feeling of like, oh, I don't want to be in this room. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. It's those particles touching. So like, I think there's a scientific element that we just don't understand yet in this whole idea of manifestation and positive thinking that you're actually putting it out and it's actually bouncing back. And I think that there's a real aspect to it of like what you're drawing towards you in that energy field. Right. That's all fascinating. I, I want to learn. I think that's a goal for me this year is to really learn more about that. Maybe we can find somebody. Hey, if anybody's listening and you're an expert in manifestation, let us know. We'd love to have you on because I think I think this is a year. And if we are truly in our, in our year of healing, which we are, then that would be a perfect step for me. We're going to try. Do my best. Yeah, I was watching a show the other day and somebody said, I'm doing my best or I'll I'll try harder tomorrow or something or I'll do I'll do better. And the response was just don't do worse. And I was like, yeah, OK, I can I can go with that. Like I, I cannot do worse tomorrow. I cannot do worse. So maybe that's that's how I need to wake up every day is like, don't do worse. Don't do worse than yesterday, because eventually that'll be better. Exactly. And I think that also goes with our goals to like keep integrity in what we're doing. So being mm -hmm. mindful of that, of that goal and that integrity that we're bringing into our work and how we want to lead the people around us. And I think Eric is a great example of that. Definitely. All right. Well, I'm going to get on with my day and uh, hope everybody out there has a wonderful day and lead with integrity and manifest a great day. And if you can't do better today, just don't do worse than yesterday. Just don't do worse. Just don't do worse. Follow us at Bossy Rock, B-O-S-S-Y-R-O-C. Find us at bossyrock.com and email us bossyrock at gmail.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. Tell us how you manifest and the integrity that you carry with you every day. Be bold. Be bold. Ah! All right, I'll start. <laughs> Be bold. <laughs> Be brave. Be the boss. Be the boss. Be the boss. Bye. Bye.